0: Your views, your news, your limerick today. With Gillian Devlin, in for Joan Ash on Live 95.
1: Now, toilet training is a developmental milestone that every toddler has to go through and it is something that I suppose parents have to support them doing it. It comes mastering a new skill and forming new habits for the child and as well how the parents can support them through this phase. Joining us to share some tips on how to go through it with your child, we have Eva Lee, who's a parent coach of Parent Support. Good morning, Eva.
2: Good morning, Gillian. How are you?
1: I'm good, Eva. I know that the advice when I was doing this with my kids was always, you know, pick the summer time because the weather is nice and you can just put them, uh, let them run around in their underwear because you know it's warm and it's dry,
2: and <laughs> uh, not the case this year. No, absolutely not. I think June has definitely not been in our favour for our uh, toilet trainers. But that aside, that shouldn't really make a difference. Um, Typically, when I support families during this phase, and, and like you mentioned, it is a milestone that both all of our children and ourselves go through. And I think often we kind of meet it with an air of anticipation and how is it going to go? And it is really important, I think, always to um set aside that firstly each individual child is very different and how you know the journey that they go on and the the, the readiness uh, when they're going to be ready and timing is key yes the summer time is great because they can be going around in you know in, in their shorts or in their their dresses and there's not a huge amount of clothes and layers on them like there would be maybe in the winter time but it is um really helpful when we focus on when our child is actually ready that they show though you know they start to show signs not all signs but they start to show the signs and it's about taking their lead as opposed to it um, it's me to ourselves. do it yeah it's a, yeah, yeah. And, and i i mean i'm a parent of, of three kids and um, gone through it all very different experiences for all three ranging from five to, to nearly 15 15 year, years old now very different experiences and um we have to you know allow ourselves take each individual child and and look at right what do we need to do here that can be helpful for ourselves and, and the kids? And like that, I totally get it, particularly this time of year, a lot of kids are either starting Montessori or they're into their second year of Eki or they're moving rooms in creche. Or, and there is that pressure point, your child has to be trained. Yeah, um, absolutely. I remember
1: that. You know, you, you, you couldn't yeah. do certain things, with you couldn't leave your child in certain childcare scenarios unless they were toilet trained. And mm, you
2: feel that pressure. And I think you do absolutely, and I, I, you know, I've I've a course coming up this Thursday online, and um, you know, there is a lot of families get in touch me saying, "Oh my God, <laughs> what are we going to do?" But like for our kids, we, you know, it's not something. It's it's not a this a milestone that we can force or insist. I mean, we can't force our kids to walk or crawl or force them to eat certain foods. Like, it's one aspect of the development that we need to, to take their lead. And yes, bearing in mind that a lot of uh, facilities do ask and services do ask that a child is trained, but it's I, often I kind of recommend to families, you know, talk to the service provider, see how much, you know, we can do and they can do to support the child at the time. So
1: what are the signs of readiness, Eva?
2: Yeah, well, um, little things. And remember, any parents or carers or guardians that's listening this morning, we all know our own children best. So little things like, you know, can they tell you or or are they kind of sensing that sensation to go and are they holding themselves? Are they jiggling around in the spot? Are they actually telling you, I need to go for a wee, I need to go for a poo or, um, uh, you know, is it becoming more and more regular? Maybe nappies are more dry, um, or you're finding that there's even a, a pattern of uh, dryness in the nappy. Um, are they showing an interest in family members going? Maybe older siblings, maybe neighbours, cousins. Maybe they want to go in and see you going for a wee, or their mum or dad or like that older sibling. Um, and, and often, again, which can be helpful in the process is, Are they or have they that that ability to, you know, follow direction um, and listen, which goes without saying in any parenting scenario, of course, uh, particularly during the summertime. But, um, you know, it's kind of around year, year and a half that our kids are able to follow that, follow certain directions or tasks, but... At the end of the day, this is a brand new skill that they have to learn and get their, their heads around and it's forming new habits. So they really need us to be behind them. And a starting point is showing the signs and taking their lead.
1: Do you recommend using a potty or going straight to the toilet? Because I found with mine, the potties were disastrous. The The kids were almost frightened by them because they kind of move underneath you if you move at all. I didn't like them. So, you know, a step and maybe an insert in the toilet worked for, for yeah. one anyway. Um, uh, but I didn't like the potty. That's
2: potties. it. Yeah, like, and it, this goes back to each and every individual child. Like, if, if you've had your first and they went straight onto the toilet and no messing, Um, you know, great, take the lead and go with it. You mentioned there toilet inserts. So many um, different shops and and companies now have got lots of toilet training paraphernalia so the likes of the toilet inserts um, can soften and make the toilet bowl that little bit smaller. I do recommend though, and again some families start their children from kind of two and a half. Um, You know, I typically recommend three, three and a half myself depending on again readiness. But From, you know, using the potty or the toilet, the potty is, again, it's practical and something that you can put into your bathrooms or or your toilet or whatever, wherever your facility is in your house and um, introduce it even before you start to train. So your, your child actually, maybe they're getting out of the shower or the bath they pop them the their bum on the the potty so they kind of get a feel of even little things that we might take for granted like the feel of plastic on their bum remember they've been wearing nappies all this time so for me you know it's it's like anything the more they familiarize themselves with these kind of things the better for some kids they're scared of sitting on the toilet and it really is intimidating and that can build a fear or avoidance and that can add on to when you do eventually start to train their resistance straight away because they're scared of the toilet so tune in and um, introduce potty a little bit earlier don't insist don't force don't cajole, cajole. just you know it's, it's about encouraging and making your child feel as comfortable and as confident as they are in that experience okay we're going to take a quick break we're talking
1: to parent coach Efa Lee about uh, toilet training your toddler. If you have any questions for us, get in touch with us this morning. 086-123-9595. What's
0: up? today now on 086-123-9595. Afternoon with JP. Coming up from 12 today, we've teamed up with Volta Ireland to tell you all about vacations and give you a chance to win a great prize this week. From three, it's Live 95 anthems. And of course, you can vote on Live 95 Instagram for the anthem that kicks us off. Afternoons with JP. best music, lives. live 95.
3: You heard, Allens are celebrating 75 years in business this August. We've some goodie bags to give away with each purchase this Saturday. Together with our amazing offers in our kitchen, dining, interiors and bedding departments, this is one sale not to be missed. Goodie bags are limited and on a first come basis, T's and C's apply. Allens, come for the value, stay for the service.
0: Hertz car sale, summer sale. Hundreds of nearly new cars in stock now with manufacturer's warranty from as little as 55 euro per week. With up to €2,000 trade-in contribution available, five locations, call in today to get an even better summer car deal. Visit hertzcarsales.ie. Terms apply.
3: Coonvera Garden Centre is now open for all your professional gardening needs and advice. Discover the beauty of exquisite plants and flowers cultivated with love on site by our residents. Our massive summer sale is now on. All bedding plants, four for 10 euro. All perennial plants, three for 20 euro with many more offers on site. Open seven days a week, Monday to Saturday, 9.30 till 6 and Sunday, 12 till 6, just outside Brewery Village. Coonvera Garden Centre, planting seeds of hope. For more, contact Coonvera Garden Centre on 063 90338.
0: Attention all seafood lovers in Limerick. Quinlan's Fish is now open in Dunn Stores, Jetland Shopping Centre, Limerick. We're proud to offer an unrivaled selection of fresh fish and quality seafood caught straight from our own trawler and delivered directly to our store. At Quinlan's Fish, we believe in bringing the freshest seafood from tide to table. So come on down and experience the taste of fresh seafood like never before. Quinlan's Fish, Dunn Stores, Jetland Shopping Centre, the freshest catch in Limerick. The Job Line on Live 95. Part
3: time medical secretary is required for a busy city centre. GP experience is desirable. A family run bus and coach company has vacancies for bus drivers, full time and part time positions. D license with current CPCs is required and flexible days can be arranged to suit individual needs. And finally, a leading provider of precision automation and machine build services are expanding their electrical team and are seeking applications for the position of electrician, as well as offering two apprenticeships, one in manufacturing engineering and the other in original equipment manufacturing.
0: Employers, submit your jobs now free of charge. Or job seekers, check out full details of all today's jobs and more at live95.ie. The Job Line on Live 95. Your views, your news, your lyric today. With Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95. We're
1: chatting to parent coach Aoife Lee about toddler training, toilet training, (laughs) your toddler. Um, Aoife, Kira has been in touch with us. She says she's a little fella who is six. He was toilet trained at three, but he's still wetting at night. And her mum says she should take him to the doctor. But she thinks he'll grow out of it. What would you say?
2: Um, This is a really interesting one and a very common um, scenario for families of older children. Um, often, you know, we do get caught up on, you know, our children wetting, and if they, uh, you know, if they are night nappies now, I'm I'm not sure if this listener has said that child is still in night in nappies at nighttime or whether they are, uh, whether it's underpants and they're wetting. Um, but uh, certainly, you know, a child can be kind of five years or older before they're they're ready for, for pants at night. Um, I know my son was was kind of five and a half before he was out of the nappies. There's there's a hormone that that regulates urine production at night, and it's called vasopressin, and that often determines. Um, you know, how much wee is produced at night time. A couple of things before she'd even consider going to the GP is looking at the volume of liquids that he is drinking in the evening times from dinner time onwards. A lot of kids love having a good drink of water before bedtime, but just kind of minimise that as best you can. Make sure he's doing a big wee um, before bedtime and assure him maybe, you know assuring him obviously he'll know where the toilet is but it's 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 maybe looking at uh, what might be going on for him whether it be a physical thing or whether it be emotional as well Um, a lot of children uh, can wet the bed because maybe there's stuff going on that maybe you know they're a little bit off form Um, typically um, and i'm not a medical expert at all but i i believe you know a gp may not consider assessing bedwetting further until maybe they're 7 or 8 years of age. Um, now, you know, I would suggest maybe that the mum does speak to the GP if there's any further concerns, but I would maybe try and look at his um drinking habits before bed and um you know what might be might be going on for him, but what's really key is that it's not something of a really negative focus on it that avoid everybody talking about it and maybe taking the attention off it. Because for a lot of families where there is a bedwetter and there's a lot of clothes to be changed and sheets be to be It can be very public and, yeah, it can Yeah, well, it can be stressful. We lose our patience. We're like, oh, my God, here we go again. But we have to think of the child as well. I'm not suggesting this listener is... um uh, doing this at all, but in general, I would see it all of the time, yeah. and it can be it can be frustrating. But if we put really kind of a lot of focus on it, it brings the attention and makes it a lot bigger of a situation. And um, so, yeah, just Even, again, look at habits.
1: Yeah, we've another one here from a listener. Jenny says uh, her little fella has no problem doing wheeze but he asks for a nappy to do a poo every time he's afraid to do a poo in the toilet and uh, that's yeah. actually I uh, my brother he's in New Zealand he won't mind me saying this now When he's well in his <laughs> 40s he's, he was exactly the same uh, <laughs> when he was younger he he was terrified of going doing number twos in the toilet
2: yeah. i know and and this is a very common uh, scenario that comes with training our children and uh, a lot of parents will contact me in a panic going oh my god they won't poo maybe they've started to develop um you know a bit, a bit of constipation you know i kind of say to families pushing out a poo is, is a lot more active than doing a wee um you know there's a lot more involved and um, if it's anyway solid it could be sore and when something is sore or our kids are afraid of it they'll avoid it and hold on Fear of pooing is such a a common scenario. And again, like this listener describes, holding it until they have that safety net of their nappy is also very common. So I always suggest to families, and again, I'm only getting a snippet of this person's scenario, but I would always recommend that for now, what you want your child to feel is relaxed so that they can actually do a poo and to avoid constipation. Encourage the nappy for the time being. But what I'd always say is, Create a little bit of boundary around that and bring your child, encourage your child to actually do the poo and the nappy in the bathroom and encourage the putting the poo in the toilet after the nappy comes off. Wipe the bum, wash, uh, flush the toilet, wash the hands so that you're still encouraging the habits that they're experiencing and, and, and taking part in when they're doing their wheeze as well. Um, it's it's really trying to make your child feel as comfortable as possible. And again, that there's not a huge and focus on it. Um, and this is something that I cover in my in my toilet training course as well. So, OK,
1: and that toilet training course, they can find that online. Can they with parents? support?
2: yeah. Yeah, you can buy tickets uh, at parentsupport.ie or have an Instagram account at parentsupport and it's a link in my bio and it's on this Thursday night the 3rd at 8pm and I have a recording so it's available for a short period afterward for oh, nice. families
1: maybe that are putting the kids to bed at that stage. So
2: Perfect. Aoife
1: Lee, Parent Coach of Parent Support. Thanks for joining us in Limerick Today.
0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Gillian Devlin. In for Joe Nash on Live 95.